0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Mucky Finance Show podcast. And today, I want to talk about an article that I came across that said how a 1% fee could cost millennials over $590,000 in retirement savings. Now, let's get into this. So as you guys know, this podcast is all about Making you money, helping you invest money, and helping you become not just financially free, but financially literate. So I couldn't stop at this article I was reading and not make a podcast episode about it. So I came across this article. It's from NerdWallet. If you guys do want to check it out, I will leave the link somewhere down in the description for this podcast if you'd like to read the article yourself. I definitely recommend it. It's a really good read. Uh, But basically, it's talking about millennials and their money. And I know as far as my audience, me personally, I'm a millennial. And most of the people that listen to me or that watch me on YouTube are millennials. So I'm just preaching to the choir here. I'm talking to you guys who are in the same boat as me. And the fact that we're in our either late 20s or early 30s or some of us approaching 40, we still have that time horizon on our side, right? So We're all about retiring early, but if we have retirement accounts, we're not going to be pulling money from them until we're 59 and a half or 60 years old. So some of us have 30 years, some of us have 25, and I guess if you're kind of a late blooming millennial, you might have even more than 30. But we're just kind of talking about returns here over the next 30 to 40 years. If you just invested in a mutual fund, for example, let's say, or if you invested with a financial advisor, and whether they're fiduciary financial advisor or they were uh, making their money off of fees uh, based off the investments they were selling you, if they were charging you a 1% fee or if a fund is charging you a 1% fee, that's going to cost you $590,000 over the time frame of 40 years of saving for retirement. So when we look at fees, and this is why me personally, I'm so fee sensitive and I'm, I'm like trigger half. Every time I see the word fee, I just cringe because I hate that word. And the reason I'm so fee sensitive is because especially in retirement, when you talk about retirement assets, is it's a thief, right? Fees are a thief. They take our hard-earned money and they steal it, and we never get it back. So, for example, let's say you invest in a, uh, we'll talk about you know Dave Ramsey and his recommendations of good growth stock mutual funds that outperform the S&P 500. Not possible, but let's just say we're talking about those, okay? Because those are a great example, right? So, if you invested in those and they charge you a 1% fee, I already kind of went over what that means, Well, hear me hear me out on this. That 1% fee, for example, accelerates like this. So in your first 10 years, let's say you uh, have a portfolio value of after 10 years of investing, let's say you have a portfolio value of $150,000, you would have lost over $11,000 to fees, which is comes out to about 6%. Uh, of the value of your portfolio versus if you invested in a low cost index fund that basically has zero fees and in the case of some fidelity funds they literally have zero fees look them up it's right in the name they're called fidelity zero index funds zero fees let's move on so now 10 years is not really still preaching to the choir because you guys are not going to retire in 10 years i'm not i mean i am going to retire in 10 years but i'm not drawing from my retirement account in 10 years so let's, let's bump that up to 20 years. So in 20 years, if we're just an average millennial who's investing, our portfolio should be valued somewhere around four hundred thirty dollars to $450,000. Of that, we would be paying $61,696 in fees, which is 12.4% the value of our portfolio. But wait for it, it gets better. Let's say you're... A late bloomer millennial like me, right? So I got thirty years until retirement. My portfolio after thirty years should be worth somewhere around nine hundred thousand to a million dollars. But throughout those entire thirty years, if I paid a one percent management fee or a one percent expense ratio, I would have lost two hundred and ten thousand dollars to fees. Guys, that's almost 20% the value of my portfolio. But it gets scarier than that. If you're someone who just graduated high school or just graduated college, and you have a 40-year time horizon, after 40 years, you're going to have $1.7 to $1.8 million in assets or in the value of your investments. And you would have paid $592,798 in fees. That's 25%. That's a quarter of your entire portfolio value that you would have lost to fees if you're someone who started investing now. And when people tell me that fees don't matter, and this is kind of the typical... Uh, stands for a lot of people who believe in actively managed mutual funds they'll say well you know fees don't matter i'll get it back in the return okay well you guys know because you're smart and you listen to my podcast you guys know to beat the market is very very unlikely and in the slim to none chance that you do you're paying for it in fees okay so Whenever you're looking at becoming financially literate, for example, and and managing your own investments and managing your own retirement accounts. So take me, for example, I'm 30 years old. My net worth is a quarter of a million dollars. So that means I have $250,000 in assets and I manage everything myself. I do not have a financial advisor, nor will I ever have a financial advisor. The reason I won't have a financial advisor is twofold. The first reason is Why would I pay somebody else to manage my money? Do you think they would really have your best interest at heart? And some might say, oh, well, 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 there is fiduciary responsible financial advisors, advisors that work on a fee, and their best interest is your best interest. Well, you're still paying $592,798 for that. So is that really in your best interest? I would say no. I think what's in your best interest is to just take some time out to educate yourself on investments, and you don't have to be a professional. I'm not a professional. I'm not a licensed advisor, okay? I don't have a fancy Series 66 license behind my name, but I don't need one because I just take the returns of the market. It's as simple as it gets, and I still outperform almost every single one of these so-called professionals, Now, the other reason I don't need a financial advisor, because financial advisors are broker than me, okay? There's not a lot of financial advisors that you can go up to and say, hey, what's your net worth? And they'll say it's a quarter of a million dollars. And not to brag, but I'm just saying, why? Because they're regular people and they use debt, they're in debt. Maybe they're terrible financial advisors, they don't make money. Maybe they don't know how to handle their own money. And I should be paying them to teach me how to handle my money? I think not. And again, I'm not trying to harp down and and, and say that all financial advisors are bad or that all actively managed mutual funds are bad. There is a couple of good ones in both of those scenarios. But why waste the time and effort of trying to find that and stress and everything else involved when you can do something so simple? So simple like buying the S&P 500. And speaking of simple, here's a word from our sponsor. All right, guys. So to recap here, a 1% fee over 40 years is going to cost us $592,798, which is give or take about 25% of the entire value of our portfolio at age 65. And what else is crazy here that the article kind of points out is a simple decrease to the fee right so let's say instead of paying a one percent fee you pay a half a percent fee okay so you have a hundred basis points you have 50 basis points 50 basis points is half a percent the difference in that is astronomical do you hear me it's astronomical okay and and you don't you might think okay well this is you know I don't know. It's half a percent. What is the, what is really half a percent? Well, it can increase the value of your portfolio by about 12%. Now, for those of you guys that know math, you be like, "What what did he just say?" I said a half a percent difference in your expense ratio or your fee that you pay to your advisor can increase your portfolio value by 12%. So instead of losing 25% of the value of your portfolio to fees, you're only losing 12%, which is half, right? I'm a numbers guy. You're you're doing quick math. I know you're trying to see where I'm getting these numbers from. What's half of 25, 12.5, 12%? That's where I'm getting it from. Half a percent decrease or 50% decrease in fees will help you keep 50% of the value that you would have lost to fees. And now, if you knock that down a, a, a bigger notch, okay? So I invest in, in a S&P 500 index fund where the expense ratio is two basis points, okay? So essentially it's zero, but let's just say, you know, for argument's sake, it's zero. And my fund is performing to the S&P 500 index, which has averaged typically between 7 to 10% 7% on the conservative side, 10% if you're a little bit more growth oriented or if you're a little more bullish, or if you have a longer time horizon and you don't have you know bonds and, and other things in your portfolios. If you just have the S&P 500 over the lifetime of the S&P 500 it's averaged 9.78%, which we'll just call 10%, okay? So that means simply by investing in that fund I am guaranteeing myself a twenty-five percent rate of return because I'm not paying. I'm essentially going to be paying less than two thousand dollars in fees. Less than two thousand dollars in fees versus five hundred ninety-two thousand. So if my S and P five hundred index funds performs at seven percent, and your mutual fund is performing at ten percent or twelve percent or whatever the percent you claim it's getting which we know it's not I'm still winning because of the fees the way the fees work is fees are compounding now you guys know compounding math right you guys know compound interest that's a fancy word for saying your money growing more money well the same works in reverse okay there's compound interest with credit cards where the credit card company is raking in interest from you and it continues to compound at a rate of 25 or 29 percent whatever the freaking rate is right now on a on a, on a uh, credit card same thing here so maybe while the value of your portfolio is still low okay let's say the value of your portfolio is at 000, a hundred thousand a one percent fee doesn't seem like a lot it's a thousand dollars it seems okay that's reasonable but you're portfolio value is not always going to stay at 100,000 it's going to go to 200,000 300 400 and so on and what happens is that 1% fee now on 200,000 is not the same as it is on 100,000 and that 1% fee on 500,000 is not the same as it was on 100,000 so, what, what, what you're getting here is you're getting compound fee collections, basically, that eventually will amount to $592,000, which is so scary and it's so sad that people uh, don't realize how simple this can be. Investing is really simple, right? If somebody is trying to sell you some kind of investing strategy that seems complex, that seems difficult to understand. They're probably either trying to sell you a garbage product that has a high commission and they're going to make a lot of money off of it, or they themselves think they're smarter than the stock market. And in either case, I, th- if I were you, I would run. Now, again, guys, I'm not trying to give you financial advice. I'm, I, I told you earlier, I'm not a professional advisor, nor do I believe in financial advisors. And you could do whatever you want at the end of the day, but... The math is out there. I just crunched a bunch of random numbers and put them on the screen here. If you want to take a look at the article, again, it's a NerdWallet article. I'll leave a link down in the description below. And really, read through it. It's a quick read. It'll probably take you five minutes to read. Uh, But it's really an eye-opener. And hopefully, this will help you guys go get a little more experience uh, or get some more exposure to fees. For those of you that have 401Ks. I really encourage you to log into your uh, 401k brokerage, whoever it's with, and see, first of all, if you don't know already, what are you invested in? First of all, is it passive? Is it an index fund or is it something that's actively managed? And see what that expense ratio is for the fund that you're invested in or if you're invested in in multiple funds. Kind of see what that expense ratio is and then just crunch the numbers. How much? How much longer do you have until retirement? what target portfolio value are you trying to achieve and crunch the numbers and see how much that fund would cost you in fees. And then I encourage you to compare the performance of that fund to the S&P 500 and see has that fund that's costing you that much performed any better than the S&P 500. So I appreciate you guys uh, listening to this podcast as always. Guys, I do have a YouTube channel. I'll leave the link down in the description for the YouTube channel. If you wanna go check it out, it's just Monkey Finance. All these topics and a lot more I have on YouTube if you're a visual learner, if you're someone who wants to learn by watching a screen, I kinda of go over a lot of different funds. Uh, again, not investment advice, but I go over a lot of different funds that you could potentially take a look at that are low in fees and great in returns. So I thank you so much to listening to this podcast. As always, have a great rest of your day and remember, move obstacles, keep investing.